Alrighty, guys. So first of all, as promised, we haven't done a podcast for three weeks. I think I left us off on that. Right, guys? You promised the people we weren't going to make a podcast for three weeks? <laughs> I, I don't know. I promised that a lot. I, I always like end it it's with a weird promise we'll to make to an audience. Maybe. I know. I know. Fuck it. I like to keep them on their toes. To a so growing gonna, audience. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So we're going to start this one a little heavy, guys. If you've listened to any of the other podcasts, what our podcasts basically are is we're three really good friends just shooting the shit. You know, we're clowns, clown behavior. We talk about comics, movies, sports, and for the culture, we talk about Punjabi music here and there. By the way, turns out people like Punjabi music a lot more than they like the other stuff, but we'll get to that later. So we have a platform and, you know, we have a few hundred listeners. So I thought maybe we'll start off something with some serious shit this time, and then we'll get right back into the clown shit. Because, you know, if you have a platform, why not use it? So the serious shit for this week is, we're going to start it off heavy, heavy shit, is that, you know, I've been going through it, but we've all been going through it. We are all going through it. COVID has been crazy. Um, few years in now. Maybe we're at the end of the tunnel. We see the light. I don't know. But I've been taking care of somebody who's sick. And, you know, so I kind of just feel like what needs to be really said out there that nobody likes to say is... When it comes to sickness and everything, and like I said, this past COVID, everything, there's been so many amazing healthcare providers, frontline workers, and they're diligently providing the best care possible they can for patients. And shout out to these um, care providers, frontline workers, physicians, PAs, physicians, assistants, nurse practitioners, respiratory therapists, Registered nurses, LVNs, CNAs, ultrasound techs, lab techs, basically anyone and everyone in the medical field in any avenue, hospitals, home care, hospice, you know, it's a variety. The the field encompasses a lot of people. But here's the flip side of that. Here's the flip side of that. I feel like we should really normalize getting second opinions because as patients and patient caregivers, that's a right you have. If you feel like there's something off about the care you're receiving or the care that your loved one's receiving, um, then go ahead and get a second opinion. There's n- that's your right as a patient. I feel like something's not sitting with right with you and you feel like there's a lack of transparency in the care, then that's your right. You should not be afraid to go to an- another provider and patients shouldn't be treated as a monetary asset. Yo, if you feel as that, get a second opinion. Now let's get into that clown shit, guys. And I just want, you know, well said, bro. And, uh, you know, we, that, we, we've been going through it. So that's why we haven't made an episode in a while. Uh, but hopefully, you know, things will start to kind of improve. And, you know, we'll kind of get back to the regular routine. But again, it might be a couple of weeks until a few weeks till we get to that. But. I just want to say, well said, um, and you know, the show somebody, must go on. Yeah, and then I just want to say, I'm, I'm I'm proud of you. You know, just seeing what you've been doing and how you've been caring, and you know, you you share as much as you want, you share as little as you want. It's you know, we we don't owe anybody anything, but 
I just want to say I'm proud of you. You've been handling everything. Fucking everything's been on your shoulders. You've been a beast and I'm proud of you. You've been doing it with grace and dignity and all that good stuff. And Harry's probably like, I don't know about you guys. My life's been great. (laughs) Harry's like, (laughs) my life. I found a $20 bill today. (laughs) Fuck it. Like, oh, I found a penny heads up. Oh, that's good luck. That's good luck. Uh, on to the, on to the but, nonsense, man. So, what you guys, yeah, what you, yeah. what you guys been up to, boys? Uh, uh, you know, uh, heavy stuff aside, I know, you know, we've been, I, I've been fucking hitting the gym most more consistently than I've ever have. I know, just you have been working out at home, Harry. You know, this fucker broke his equipment at home because he was doing too much weights and had to go get it welded. Yeah, my boy's turning into Ronnie Coleman in no time. Yes, sir. Yes, I started taking steroids. And then, Harry, I know you've been fucking hitting the gym, too. Yeah. Harry just goes to the gym and, like, punches the side of the gym (laughs) wall. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, when you go to the gym, do you go into the locker room? Um, No, not really. I mean, if I have to go use the restroom, yeah, but I don't don't really keep anything in the lockers. Yeah, so, like, I, I don't either. But, like, you know, like, after I get done with my workout, I go in there, I wash my hands. And, you know, um, I don't get, like, you know, there's naked guys in the locker room. Like, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't go in there for that, but it's, a, it's an observation. <laughs> but my thing is, if you're in the locker room and you just showered and you're walking out of the shower, you got your little flip-flops on, you're walking out of the shower, you're butt-ass naked, but you have a towel, Instead yeah. of that towel being around your waist, they just like to. Some guys just have it over their, their little left shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the yo, deal? Oh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so glad I'm not the only one that. I, okay. I no, exactly. To go, I, I exactly. used to go to the 24 in town here locally, right? And then I did actually used to use the lockers because I would change for my work clothes. And yeah, there would be those guys towel on their shoulder, butt ass naked, <laughs> foot on the fucking stool, having a full blown conversation like five feet away from me it's like like, bro get your pinky toe size penis (laughs) out of my face not nobody's penis is in my face i want to clarify but like if you're walking around in the locker room and you got like an absolute unit a hog a piece and it's like swinging around as you're walking you know if you want to do that with your shoulder you go you you have all that right i'll Give you a nice nod. I might no! bow. What but, the fuck? But but like I don't get that. Whoa, I don't get that. This, I don't get the, this took a this turn. Took, this took oh, a sharp turn. Major turn. No, I was I, I was with you. Nothing. I was with you until you said like you know yeah. you should probably have a towel guys, on. And now let, this let, is... let, let's put the towel around our waist. Is that is yeah. that a is that a is that too much to ask for? No, definitely not. No, it's not. You that need should, to stop checking out units in the goddamn. <laughs> That should be like should be common sense. Why are you walking around with your balls out? But hey, Bill, how's the life from the kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have like time, a bro. full-on not conversation. Oh man, but no, it's good, man. I'm glad. You know, you everybody's everybody's been hitting the gym. Everybody's <laughs> getting in good shape. And um, so this is a pod that we've kind of promised and teased for a few weeks now, and we're honestly like a month behind now. Um, in this, but who gives a fuck? Um, you know, yeah, there's already a sequel planned to Squid Games, and we still haven't done the review, but or the podcast. But fuck it, Squid Let's Jump games. into yeah, Squid Game. <laughs> did, did you say games or game? 
Games, games. Squid it's games. games. Squid Game, is it game? I thought it was game. The, the title is Squid Game. Okay, but they play multiple games, so we're just going to yeah, call it Yeah, but the title game. is Squid Game. Nobody cares about the title. Oh, yeah. Well, so we <laughs> our, thousands, our thousands of listeners care about the title. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Squid Game, I, Harry was actually one of the first people that talked to me about this and kind of recommended it to me. So, Harry, I want to hear from you first here. How did you hear about it? And then did you binge it like in a day or two? Or how, how did that go? Um, well, I was at work. My coworker was watching it and I was trying to talk to her, but she you kept avoiding me. <laughs> what was that? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. She kept avoiding me. So I'm like, what are you watching? She told me Squid Game. I was like, I seen it that on Netflix, but I didn't click on it. So what is it about? So she, you know, tried explaining it to me and I started watching it. It was pretty intense. So I finished it in about three days, I think. Okay. That's a healthy amount. Three, three yeah. episodes a day. Yeah. At work. <laughs> hey no, he did it he did this okay. on his downtime when he was free and definitely not getting paid definitely definitely not on the clock i'm a health care worker she was on lunch and she's already treated well <laughs> yeah nobody cares what she did <laughs> but, you know those thousands of listeners they care yeah but uh okay so you 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 you've heard about it from a coworker, and then you saw it in the span of three days and then, uh, what did you think? You know, did you like thought, the show? I, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was pretty intense. Like, it, it kept me in. Those games were just horrific, man. So there were a bunch of turning points, which I did not expect. It was It was one of those. It, it's very unique, and mm-hmm. it's original as hell. Jess, when did you start watching it? I know, I know you finished it a little after me and Harry. I... I you know, Harry recommended it to me. I think my wife at one point recommended it too. She watched it before me and finished it. And then I did it in the span of about four days. I just like having a show. Like, you know, when you're binging a show, isn't it just nice? Like, it's like, hey, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to eat something. I know exactly what I want to watch. I know exactly. And then there were a couple of nights where it, it an episode ended. And it's like, I got to go to work tomorrow morning. But I watched an extra episode and got a little less sleep. But that's just in the end, you- it was worth it. Yeah, it just shows you how kind of addicted, addictive the show was, and it's. I think it was the biggest show in Netflix's history. Oh yeah, they've made they've made about nine hundred million dollars. Just what did you think about the show? We'll we'll go, you know, we'll kind of go in a roundtable discussion. We're not going to go episode by episode and do like a full breakdown or anything. We're just going to talk about the things that we liked, what stuck out to us, and stuff like that. Yeah. So same thing. Um. I'm not on Instagram or Facebook anymore. I've marginalized all my bullshit to one platform, and that platform, Snapchat. I might go back to Instagram, but everybody's Snap story was talking about Squid Games. So I was like, fuck it. Everybody, and Twitter, we're still on Twitter. Um, follow us. So yeah, this shit was all over, and then it was memes, and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll bite. And this is basically Survivor on roids, except for like you don't get voted off the island, you you get a bullet in your head. So um, it was just wow, it was fucking intense. It picked up quick. Like I was like, you know, like my wife and I were watching it, and she was like, "This is kind of boring." Like halfway in, and then they get into that fucking uh, what I forget the game, the fucking card slap game. I forgot the name of it already. But <laughs> oh yeah, the, the flipping game. Yeah. yeah. What was yeah. it called? 
um, I don't know. Oh, I thought Gugan. No, no, no. I uh, called it the flipping game. <laughs> like, yeah. that, that's not the name of it. <laughs> but yeah, that that was intense. Um, I'll get us the name right now. Pull that up. I'm talking to myself as I say that. Um, but that, 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 yeah, man. Like, like you said, after each episode ended, I was just like, okay, let's let's go ahead and let's yeah. figure. Let's just watch the next one. Fuck it. But yeah, it just grabs you in because it's the games are just so intense. Didagji. 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 Thank you for looking it up. Takji. I might be fucking saying this wrong. Takji. Yeah, well, anyways, they got to flip around there. The card flipping game. Fuck it. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that was a pretty funny scene. So your your, your wonderful wife is like, this is boring. God bless her opinions. I know. And that's why she's not on the podcast. Yeah, that that was a pretty funny scene when he finally gets to gets to flip the card. He wanted to slap that guy so bad. Yeah, he just <laughs> hands hey, him. He just, he just hands him like ten, a thousand wands or something like that. A million wands. A hundred thousand wands. Yeah, hundred thousand wands. And um, and that's yeah, where so, it picks so, up. So I mean, we're not going to go like I said episode by episode. If you guys are listening to this, most likely you've seen the goddamn show. Like everybody's seen the show. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was pulled over at a stoplight. This guy was asking me for change. I gave him a dollar, and he was like, have you seen Squid Game yet? And I was like, whoa, motherfucker. Like, where you did you get Netflix? a phone? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like, how, are you, how are you paying for Netflix? What are you, what's going on? Yo, this is why I need the dollar, sir. <laughs> get the fuck out of my face. But <laughs> we're going to go ahead, and I'm kind of going to, you know, bounce this off you guys. We're going to go over some of the characters and tell me what you think about the character, what you like. I'll start us off. Jihan. Um, I'm going to, like, summarize him. Good guy, terrible dad, and terrible son. Terrible son. Terrible, uh, terrible father. <laughs> yeah, terrible gambling father. addict. How the fuck he made it throughout the whole thing? I don't know. And you know he's a gambling addict because he wanted out, he got out, and then he went right back in. So uh-huh. you guys, Jihan, what do you guys think? Jihan, uh, okay, okay, so let me ask you guys this. Did you guys listen to it in English with the subtitles or Korean with subtitles? English. English. Okay. Yeah. So, is that Jihan, a thing? Yeah, they had they had like them just in Korean and with subtitles, English subtitles, or like the dub. But um, um, so Jihan, yeah, dude, he's our main character. Um, you know, he's 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 in a shitty situation. It's kind of self inflicted, and then kind of he's got shit going on where he's divorced. He's got this wonderful little daughter of his and his mom is elderly and she's you know working and having to support him too because he's gotten in trouble with gambling and his debts you know he used to work at a car factory or something riots happen blah 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 and then he's just in a shitty situation and and he's just an overall piece of shit in the first episode because it shows you you know like his mom's like here here's here's some money go take my granddaughter it's her birthday today get her some fried chicken she likes that and he fucking not only does he take that money, but he's like, give me more money. Like, you know, this is barely enough. And then he steals his mom's credit, a uh, uh, debit card, you know, withdraws more money, takes it to the horse races, wins. But then ultimately, you know, is just a shitty, shitty person. And, you know, ultimately that's why he ends up with the squid game. Cause that's who they target, you know, with the people that are in debt and stuff. But, you know, you see his character arc throughout the show and he is like trying to win and keep his team together and you know survive 
and ultimately, you know, he survives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Harry? What's your opinion, Harrison, about jihad? Um, I think you guys covered it all. I mean, there's not much to it other than that. I mean, yeah, he's a pretty shitty person, but you know, but he, did, he did, he did, he did what he had to to survive. Yeah, and he's the one that kind of had the struggle, like going through it. You know, we see that in the Marble episode where he's doing what he has to do, but he feels terrible doing it because of yeah, you know. But that that was the major turning point at the end. Yeah. So next next person, Cho Song Wu. All I have written down was he got into SNU. So Harry, you can give me the rest (laughs) of Cho Song Wu. Oh, that's the guy that's always um, Jihan's always telling him he got him in SNU. The pride and joy. Yeah, he's the. He's yeah, the one right. motherfucker he... in SEAL that got an SNU, apparently. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, but that guy, man. I thought he was cool up until that Marvel game happened, man. And he turned... Uh, that Marvel he episode, betrayed. huh? He, he, betrayed, he betrayed that oh. Indian, man. Really bad. He betrayed him from, like, the get-go, remember? Because he, he, he knew... What the yeah the sugar cone game was gonna be the honey the honeycomb game yeah honeycomb game yeah 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 well yeah I don't know how he came to know about it because remember she snuck into the vent and she said they were boiling sugar and then you know it kind of has him recall like hey like this is what I remember from my childhood that it might be this game and then that's why you know ultimately he goes but, for the triangle Ali Abdul mm-hmm. was from Pakistan Harry quit yeah. being okay being. no Harry okay been... but he was speaking Hindi okay. Hey, so he, he was speaking the, Farsi. I understood. No, he it. was speaking Hindi though. He was speaking <laughs> Hindi. Was he speaking Hindi? I thought he was speaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hindi. Because I don't think I'd understand Farsi. I can understand Hindi. Farsi is kind of similar to Hindi, I think. I don't know. So it's was more, he yeah. in the actual show speaking Korean though? Because I saw I saw I, a clip of them where it's like you know like because I again I saw it with English subtitles on, but he was speaking Korean. Like it was is that guy speak Korean? Fluently? I don't know. I I I seen it. I seen the English version. So yeah, I mean, so the English on version that. too, bro. So yes. the funny thing about that Indian Pakistani thing was right. Like there, there's some guy, some Pakistani. I don't even know who the hell it was. I don't know if this guy's important in Pakistan or what. He like was pissed and then like verbalized that the character because the guy that actually plays Ali Abdul what is Indian, mm-hmm. and he was like because he's playing a Pakistani character. A Pakistani person should have played him. Like, bro, aren't you guys just happy there's a brown guy in this show? <laughs> now exactly, you gotta yeah. figure out where he was born. I don't know, man. I'm gonna get more into the social media stuff, like when we start talking about some of the trailer breakdowns that we're gonna do. But it's just there's nothing good. On no, there. but I mean, I mean, speaking on that guy, I mean, the whole show was just all about survival. I mean, he, he did what he had to do too. You know, I mean, he was losing. He he outsmarted. You know. That that was like fucked up because like it was for him, up. yeah. It was like for up. him, we see our main guy kind of, you know, struggling through these things and improving, and you know, going forward like that. But him, he's like, I'm gotta do, I gotta do what I gotta do, I gotta do this grimy shit. And you know, for him, it was always like, I'm in this team because I'm gonna survive. And our main guy was like, I'm in this team and I want this team to survive. You know, like. Uh, Song Wu was kind of using them for his benefit, and uh, um, you know, a, mm-hmm, I, go ahead. I saw a tweet about Ali Abdul's character actually, which I think explained it to the uh, to T. And the tweet said, Ali's role in Squid Games taught us that no matter how kind or innocent you are, some people will still abuse and use you. And I think that to the T describes that guy's character. 
Are we talking about Ali now? No, yeah, we've been talking about Ali. Okay, no, because I thought we were still on Song Woo. Oh, oh shit! Boy. Yeah, we moved. I know. I think we did the yeah. off tangent. Yeah, so, so the thing with Ali is, um, you know how at the end of it we see what happens with Song Woo, we see what happens with uh, the beautiful lady. Um, you know, her brother's taken care of. Song Woo's mom's taken care of. Ali and then the old guy. We know what happens with him, and our main mm-hmm. guy wins it. Ali is out of the main characters. He dies and his family doesn't get taken care of. So he kind of gets fucked over the hardest, wouldn't you guys? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I always wondered, like, how do you get there? Like, everybody else got there because they were ultimately going to, like, die, right? So, like, what was all these things? No, they were all they all got there because they were, like, in debt and stuff. Oh. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought the whole thing was, you know, that's why he pointed out that guy that was going to freeze to death and the in the snow at the end, I thought their whole thing was these guys all leveraged. Something was going to eventually happen. Like with Song Wu, he owed a lot of yeah, people he owed money. Six, six billion Wu. Yeah, like he took all the money from people's accounts and yeah, and then he went ahead and bought a bunch of GameStop stocks at <laughs> the highest highest price of like four hundred bucks. And no, like everybody, like Doc. Okay, like there's other people too, but like every, I thought the whole thing was. These people were going to die either way, or they were either. But I guess it was some of them weren't going to die either way. Some of them were just in terrible debt, right? Yeah, it was. That's what it. That's what the overall thing was with these people that they're all in debt. Like you know yeah. that they're that they're kind of like you know some of them are shitty people that are in debt, but some of them are like happen to be good people that are just in bad circumstances and, and in debt and stuff. So this is kind of their lottery ticket to get out of that. You know, that's what the whole. Makes sense. Makes sense. Shebang was. Um, who's oh. the next character? Old oh, man, Il Nam. So what Ooh. I have written. So what I have written about this guy was. Um, so what what it was really cool is you know at the end you figure out he is the guy that's running the whole shebang and um, you see that he was. Um, there's there's a lot of context clues to this which I didn't catch, but then you know scouring some articles read it so these are a couple of context clues that they kind of set it up first of all he's zero zero one that's mm-hmm. his thing and then the reason that's a context clue is later on when um and we'll get to this guy next he was um jung ho i believe the korean cop jun ho when he's going through all that stuff and finds he finds like a book of the players and for this year's games when he flips that book open it starts from zero zero two it doesn't Ooh. have zero zero one in there so and then another context clue is when they're playing green light, red light, and the doll, that creepy-ass doll that looks like Dora the Explorer, um, <laughs> turns around and targets everybody. If you look around the figurines, he's the only person that doesn't get, like, a target put around him. Oh. That was another context clue. And then third context clue is anytime everybody else was fighting, it didn't stop until he stood up and said, stop fighting, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. And right away, the front man sent some people in and helped them stop the fighting and then the tug of war he kind of had the perfect strategy to implement to make sure he won that tug of war fight so is it true that his handcuffs weren't necessarily handcuffed on there or something like i i I thought i read something or saw something about that but i haven't gone back to see i I don't know we can look at that i don't know and then even in the marble game when they took him like did they did they announce killing him so no, at the end of the marble like game, when the camera pans out, when the camera pans out, it shows everybody yeah. that died. 
except for him. They don't yeah, show his yeah, corpse. Yeah, because they just took he went into that little house. He was claiming, Oh, this is what my alley used to look like, this is where my house is, this and that. And they yeah, don't show yeah, anything. Was, they don't I don't even was, think they announced like players. Yeah, he was, he was an off negative. screen off screen kill. Yeah. Did you guys see the twist coming? I did not. I, I didn't I didn't see it coming either. I I did not see it. I the one twist I did see coming kind of I first saw it was um I don't know why. Like I was kinda like thinking because he was going through all the people and he couldn't find his brother. Or it said his brother had won the game or something, right? Didn't yeah. it? And yeah, the so thing I, yeah, it said he won. It said he had won. So the one thing, but he never returned. He never. So uh, the one thing I kind of saw was his brother may be the front man. Like I kind of try to make that connection, and mm-hmm. I, I was like, yeah, I don't know. But they never explained how or why he's a front man. But I, they'll I, probably go into that in season two. And then, do you think the cop's dead? I don't think so. So you? they shot him. The, they use the age-old fucking movie and TV trope of shooting the guy in the shoulder and having him fall off a cliff. Mm-hmm. I think he's not dead. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah, the real world that would most likely kill well, most likely would kill you. But you know, movies. Mo- he's probably gonna wash ashore. Some old guy or somebody's gonna take him in and nurse him <laughs> back to health from a bullet wound. Sounds and, like. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Moving on, Doc Sue. What do I have written next to his name? Asshole. So you guys can go ahead and get him to die. Is he the snake oh, tattoo? Yeah, snake tattoo. Oh yeah, motherfucker is an asshole. Yeah, I think Harry summed it up pretty well. I would, I would just hope, I would just <laughs> hope that fool would die. Bro, yes. If there was one guy, I was like, all right, all right, let's kill this guy. Like, yeah, especially when, the whole freaking game. I was like, all right, especially when he was beating up on that girl. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, he was just a piece of shit from like yeah. the beginning to end. From the beginning, yeah. And Jihon wanted to do something so bad, but I don't know. He held himself back. <laughs> Him and his little fucking gang of little misfits, those little bastards. Yeah. They're, they're, but, uh, that female they had in their team member, she was fucking funny. She took them. Yeah, I didn't. So why do you think, like, did that death kind of make sense to you guys, that she sacrificed herself just to dig him out? I think so, possibly, because she felt like she was going to die too, but if she dies, she wants him to die. Mm. Yeah, she felt betrayed. So, she felt betrayed, and, yeah. And, and oh, he, she and he, felt betrayed. And that he bitch was flip flopping left yeah, and right so from team. We'll just, we'll just we'll just go to her as well as we'll do them together. Her name is Me Meow, I believe. Meow? And she meow meow meow. But <laughs> she was just yeah, she was just like yeah, no, no, yeah, she was flip flopping, yeah. But I mean, I think she started flip flopping after that whole shit happened after he betrayed him. She um, was when they when they went on the killing spree that one night. She was sitting around. We killed this many people. Like, yeah, she was pretty psychotic. And then when yeah. he's like, yeah, you're out. We don't need you on this tug of war. She went to the other team and was like, please take me, blah, blah, blah. And then she literally just made her spot. <laughs> she, 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 her redemption was that she took him out, I guess, you know. Yeah, that's true. That was yeah, her and redemption. If she, and if she wouldn't have, I mean, that dude was just waiting for everybody to come at him. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's a real piece he, of He was just a fucking asshole. Did you, Jess, uh, what about the main lady? So that's what I was going to be. That's the last character okay. I've written down. So okay. I would say next to Ali, she was probably the best character besides Ali that we felt like the most sympathetic, sympathy yeah. for. And cause yeah, because we don't necessarily feel as much sympathy for our main guy just because he's kind of like a piece of shit. Yeah. And, like, and you know, that would be Kang Su Beok. And 
this kind of like you know it shows you hey um you know americans too like north korea still exists and they're doing terrible things over there and mm-hmm. they kind of bring that to light so her mom's stuck in north korea her, her brother's in here in a foster home and that's why she's fighting and that's why she's i think her dad was killed her dad was a pastor and that's why she hates religion because he would beat her no, mom. No, no, and... no, no, no. That's you got the. That's got the, the other guy. Girl. That's yeah. the other. That's sorry, the other girl. So that's yeah. the girl. She. That's the girl she had to kill. I thought that was the worst thing in the Marvel game. Like, how are you going to get to know this person for like an hour before you decide to kill him? But well, know, no, the other know. girl but sacrificed herself. She, she, she didn't yeah, kill she, her. Sacrificed yeah, she sacrificed herself because I know they were doing a marble toss, and she literally just because you know she's like she's like, hey, tell me your life story, and then she's like, you know, I'm doing this shit for my brother. Um, and she's like, you know, I don't have anybody. My dad brutally murdered my mom in front of me and I just got out of jail and I ended up here. So yeah, dude, take it. I felt like, yeah, that was kind of like the worst way they got close. They got, what was the saddest marble death? Ali or I would say Ali too. I'd probably say Ali because Ali's like, like, (laughs) My My marbles, they turned into pebbles somehow. He still didn't believe it was Sangu at the end. Sangu, I've been tricked by somebody else. Like, no, Ali, no, stop being so naive. Yeah, no. But that that's that's squid games, and when it's prepped up, um you see that uh you see that um, Jihan's kind of like, you know, they're like, don't, don't think about doing this. And so I think that's what the second season's going to be. So I think if Jihoon, the cop does survive, yeah. it'll be cool if they both like team up yeah. to try to, and this seems like it's not just, if you saw when the VIPs arrived, one of them had like a crazy American accent. They talk about all the different places the games have been played. This seems to be like something that happens internationally with rich people all around the world at different places. So this seems like a bigger. There's a few theories out Did there. Did they say that it gets played all over the world, or were the VIPs just from like different countries and possibly scouting it out to play this? In no, their no. Country? I think there I was, think it was I like all over. There, I think there was a line where he says, "I like the games in this place," and they're mentioning different places in the. Oh. Like, this was the Korean version, or yeah, there's other places. I think it was at different places, like mm-hmm. you just said. What's the <clears throat> what's the Indian Squid Game like? What 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 sports are we playing? Kabaddi has to be one. Kabaddi has to be it. Um, Kabaddi's one cricket. Cricket's definitely another. Well, that's one. more like yeah. a team one, you know. Yeah, I know they figured out. Um, they figured yeah. out. Um, Gulli Danda. Gulli Danda. So we're gonna play cricket and Gulli Danda. Okay. <laughs> you know, marbles. I guess could still be a thing. Mar- yeah, marbles. Yeah, I think marbles could still be it. Bunt it. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So the there's kid, a few yeah. theories um that I kind of saw going around. Once again, Reddit, and I think CBR <laughs> posted some CBR uh, comic book, whatever the hell CBR stands for. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. so a few were that I kind of just I want to know what you guys think. Um, the one of them is that Oil Nam, the old guy. Technically, they kind of had improvised that Marvel game as to where nobody was going to choose him as a partner because he was the oldest guy, and that kind of and so they were going to. He was supposed to be the last guy remaining, and then he would have just been taken off screen, and everybody would have thought he would have died. But then they didn't account for Ji Hun's kindness and actually picking that dude as a character. 
What do you guys think? Really? That's, That's one a of thing? The That's oh. a theory. That's a theory. What do you guys think? I mean, it makes sense, right? It makes sense, but in the long run, like, it kind of... Like, okay, so the only person that didn't get picked was the lady, right? Yeah, and, yeah, no, the lady. And then, and yeah. then, they, and then you, we, we assume that, oh, maybe she's going to go get murdered or something. But she's like, yeah, they kindly just escorted me back, which makes sense because if he was going to be the one that didn't get picked, then they were just going to escort him out of the game. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, that lady, that's that's when she felt betrayed by that snake tattooed guy. No, he felt, she felt betrayed by him on the tug of war. Yeah, yeah. I think mean, nobody picked her in that one. She felt yeah. betrayed by like everybody in that one. Yeah, so no, that's interesting. Like that's a that's a that's an interesting theory. Yeah, man. Like, and then so we see at the end of it, like where okay, so go on. What 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 are the other theories? All right, I'm gonna shoot another one at you guys. So I think Harrison and me talked about this one, Harry. Um, uh, I thought it was you and I that talked about it, but this is yeah. that's been going around was red card equal equates to being picked as a guard, blue card equates to being picked as a player so when they're playing that game of dadaki tadakshi or yeah, yeah, exactly. whatever takashi um, yeah whatever takashi yeah. six nine takashi yeah, uh-huh. six nine um <laughs> the players offered a choice of a red or blue card so the theory is that the blue card represents players that are going to be the red players. card represents the guards so the guards have to get there somehow too i remember one of the guards has a line where he says hey man we're like we're just like you guys too or something like that so that that kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's they, the pl- what's the what's the guards' incentive? Like, how much are how, are they? How much money and stuff are they getting? Like, how does that go down? What do you think? They're probably getting money, and then at the same time, the front man tells them they're selling those organs, and he goes, "I don't care what you do with the organs, just don't." Yeah. No. He's, 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 yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't care what you do with the bodies after, because they're doing they're harvesting the organs down low. Um, mm-hmm. Organ harvesting apparently is a huge thing in Korea. Like, mm-hmm. or you know, I think that, I think that it, it really is around the world, really. You know, um, which is crazy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and like that, I've heard that theory too. It would make sense because, like, I, I I don't think these guards are just like full time employees, you know, and they seem like they're pretty shitty people themselves. So, oh yeah, exactly, and they're just like, they're... If, go ahead. I said they're being advised by the front man. I mean, they gotta kill. They gotta, you know, put a straight face and just do whatever they gotta do. Yeah, like if if, if Snake Tattoo was offered be a guard, do you think he would have any issues? Oh, hey, hell no. He would have proudly killed people. Yeah. So. They would have had to like calm him down. Like, stop killing them. <laughs> it's not a part of like, the game. You. He asshole. passed. <laughs> but... he, he passed the finish line. Yeah, so you know, I think I think you know there has like the 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 creator of the show or anything hasn't you know maybe maybe they'll explain it more in season two. So okay, cool. What what's the next theory? Um, I think that's all I had for theories. I, I felt like I set you guys up like I had ten of these, but those are like the main ones that I found that were interesting. If you guys have any, let me know. Uh, no, I really. I think I think you covered the main ma- major theories. I haven't been watching too many breakdown videos or anything like that of it. Yeah, like I, I haven't. Was, uh, yeah, I haven't either. I just saw some of these on like Reddit and TV. I was genuinely surprised. I think pound for pound, episode to episode, if we're comparing the first season of this to any other show, it holds up as one of the best. I would say, um, like 
there I wouldn't you know just we've done these Loki reviews and these MCU show reviews and um even some other shows in the past the Mandalorian the Disney Plus stuff you know we've we've some of our complaints with those shows had been hey some of these episodes are fillers out of these nine episodes were there any filler episodes were there any episodes you guys were bored or didn't like oh no dude like each episode each game was just intense like as the game progressed it just got more intense since we are talking about game which game did you guys think was like the most intense so i would say red light green light was the craziest thing because you know that was like kind of our introduction to it Mm -hmm. i think if i ever find myself in a tug of war game i know the correct strategy to do now yeah Uh, that that strategy was i mean he had that thing down man what about you, Jess? What, what what game do you think was either the craziest or the more intense, most intense? I felt like the most intense, honestly, to me, like was the Marvel game, mm-hmm. just because of I thought the, the husband. The, there was a lot of people in the Marvel game that kind of like really, you know, at that point, I didn't know Illinois turn a character, so I thought, damn, that's gonna be fucked up. Jihun picked this guy just because he felt bad that nobody was picking him. He thought he was going into a team game, and now he's gonna have to kill him. Sung Woo and Ali, you know, <laughs> sir. Sir, we'll make a ah. good team, sir. Like that was gonna be like that. There was a husband and wife that picked each other. Oh yeah, that that, that was that was crazy. Yeah, so I, thought I mean, the Marvel like... game was like the most like. After the Marvel game, I was like, I don't. I don't that know husband and wife. There was a husband and wife. Fuck... Why? No, no, hold on. Let me ask you guys this. They they all voted to leave. Why the fuck did both of them come back? Why not? Like, hey man, like husband, you go. And I'll hold it down here just in case. Why the fuck did both of them have to go? That's why they were chosen to be there. They don't make good decisions. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <It's valid. laughs> yeah. They're like right. the bridge game. The glass uh, tempered glass bridge was pretty crazy too. That was crazy. And then at the end, you know, they they hardly play the squid game. They kind of just get into the fight of it. Um, I that was all intense, that, bro. There was all that, that anger Jihan had built up. Yeah, I, I think my wife called that when she goes, "He's gonna kill himself." I and did I was, not. I didn't see that coming. I, I was like, "Oh man, like don't be a cop out. Don't both of you guys just leave. Like that's a bunch of bullshit." And then boom, like he I don't, I don't even think, himself. I don't even think that was gonna happen because I mean all those VIPs and Fredman were watching. So if it ever came down to it, I think they would have ended ended up killing somebody or both of them. Yeah. So that, I think that's what Sangwoo saw. So Sangwoo saw that he lost. He felt bad for all the evil shit he did, and he realized Jihan still giving him a fucking chance to walk away. But he said he got this far because he wanted the money. So he goes, you know, take care of moms, mm-hmm. and boom. And Jihan being a monk. right in the jugular. Yeah. Jihan yeah. was a monk. I'm gonna help your Mark. mom. He goes Mark. and delivers a briefcase. I'm gonna just wait a year though. <laughs> I'm gonna wait a whole ass year to go help your mom and get that kid out of the orphanage. I'm gonna go swallow a rock. No, I don't care how fucking I don't care what happens. As soon as I walk out and I say that money in my account, like hey man, I feel bad, but like I'm gonna be No, but like the, the, the sad thing <laughs> was he 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 got dropped off, had that money. He goes home. His mom died alone yeah, that was, in the that house. Was sad, man. In her eyes, her son just ran off. Was mm-hmm. was up to his usual bullshit, and she died alone, knowing that he was still like a loser. She didn't get to see him. So I think so that's like, what 
So diabetes is like a death sentence in Korea, I guess. Like, well, dude, was... you know, it, it wasn't more so the diabetes; it was the it was the wounds, and like yeah, she, she did have sepsis. Wounds. You're right. Yeah. You're right. She had oh. sepsis. But I really felt like you know, give her some wound care supplies, some diabetic medication. I don't know. Yeah, it's not I'm like sure, America, sure, bro. Yeah, the other countries don't give a country, fuck. Yeah. If you don't got money to pay you're for right. anything, they're not gonna do it. You're right. You're right. There, right, I, yeah, there, that, there that, I go that, again. Mm-hmm. That part things from the American level. I'm sorry. In America, we have like just solved every problem. Now we just now we just get mad at like fucking shit that doesn't like Peter's mad because. They're calling the bullpen in baseball a bullpen. That's not fair to bulls. Like, so in my in my view, I feel like everybody's just kind of everything is solved, and now we're just picking petty shit to fight about, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. But uh, here's a fun one: out of all the characters in Squid Games, who do you guys think we would be? Ooh, I would say Jess. I'd say you are the main guy. I'm Song Wu, and Harry's definitely Ali. I'm a terrible yeah. son and a terrible dad. <laughs> Harry, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a trick you I, into getting I'm killed. Just, yeah. You, you seem like you would do that in real life. Who's Harry? show with us saying that we're he great said... friends? <laughs> who, 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 what did Harry say? <laughs> no, I, I, said, I said I would be Song Woo. Harry, you're definitely Ali. I was like, I'm going to talk you into getting killed, Harry. He's like, yeah, you seem like you would definitely do that in real life. <laughs> Harry is not a Ali. Harry would be that psychotic lady. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> all right, you're true. Nah, your I'll, be that, I'll be that snake tattoo guy. Yeah. I'll fuck all you guys up. <laughs> yeah. And then, then some crazy woman is going to like hug you and psychotic woman is going to like jump push you off a bridge. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to like take me down. Like I said, bro, pound for pound, episode to episode, this stacks up there with any of the shows. The creator said he had been trying to get this made for 10 years. He somehow lost six mm-hmm. teeth in the process. I saw, I didn't, I'm not going to lie and say I read an article. I saw the title of an article that said he lost six teeth. How he lost it, they probably explained that in the article, which I didn't click on, but he somehow he got lost gingivitis it. writing this shit. <laughs> but, like, you know, Pound for pound, dude, this goes like you know, like what are some of the best shows out there? Like, but you know, you can't compare it because this isn't done yet. This is just the first season, but like, you know, you would you would go to thinking of Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, stuff like that. But for a season, episode to episode, this goes right up there with some of the best shows and the storytelling, the characters were all great. Um, it was very original, it hooked I think all of our attention, uh, you know, just the just the character arcs, like you, you know, we see we see our main guy's character arc. Still a terrible dad at the end, might I add. Just get on the fucking okay. plane. Yeah. So so if the if this show had ended in the first season, if this was the end of the show, would you consider it a complete? I think it was a pretty complete show. I, I would. Do, I don't I, think. I, I, I would agree with you, Harry. I don't think they need to do another season. I, so, I mean, so, that right, so I, I read something today, and, and you know, money is very persuasive. But the maker of the show hasn't technically signed on for a second season yet. It's in talks. It's in talks. But his original intent was to end it how it is. But you know, I, mean, I feel like doing... should, I've, like like Duggan said, I feel like Gian should have just went on the plane, went with his daughter, you know, yeah. try to like prove himself to be a better father. I mean, obviously, he couldn't be a good son. His mom passed away. But he could still, you know, pursue being a good dad. What's up with the red hair? Yeah, what's up with the red hair? (laughs) 
want to be different. I I saw somebody post a tweet. I guess they saw it sat behind somebody in in a in a plane with red hair, and they're like, "I guess you got on the plane." <laughs> but yeah, no, dude. I honestly like yeah. Like if this was just one season, I would be like, "This is one of the greatest one season things." Like I would say, like you know, limited series wise, fucking Chernobyl. Like if you guys haven't seen that, like that fucking is one of the best like one like one season limited series thing like it's heavy it's dark but like the storytelling and stuff and that like for one limited series if this was a limited series and this was it it'd be great but this is literally one of the biggest shows in the world now i just hope you know you know guys no matter how season two is or what what it eventually goes to 98 percent of our characters met their completion and their story's done so Season two, aside from Frontman and, you know, our main guy and the cop, like, you know, it would be just them. So, like, you know, we'll always have the first season. I I just hope it doesn't go off a cliff. Yeah. You know. That is the only thing. But, yeah. So, Squid Game, man. Fucking... What do you guys think? Like, do you guys like it? Like how the Netflix model is where they just, they're like, here you go, you pig, fucking watch all of this shit. Or do you guys kind of like Disney Plus where it's like weekly? I like, I like the Netflix model just because I feel like Disney Plus does that because they don't have enough content. I felt like Netflix has enough content to where they're just like, Jacklo, which yeah. means in Punjabi, here it is. So it's like... Go crazy. Take it. Go, Go crazy. crazy. Knock yourself out, kid. Exactly. I didn't watch it over a weekend. It took me like a week, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like you can pace yourself however you like, but that's just me. I mean, I really feel like Disney's thing is – I think both things work, but, like, I think that's the whole thing with the Disney Plus shows is I think they pace out their content because there's not enough content on there, whereas Netflix is just – constantly churning stuff out and has a lot of stuff because you know it's got a head game it's got a head start on disney plus you know. like i used to get netflix dvds in the mail like, oh man i remember those days yeah so netflix has been around for a while um so uh, is that is that the moving on game? moving on i think so yeah i think we've we got up a, everything we got dc dc dc's what is it? DC's version of Comic Con? Fandom, fandom. DC fandom. Fandom happened. We got some trailers a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, we got some really cool trailers. We'll start with Batman. Oh yeah, just because you know Batman. Have you seen the trailer, Harry? I did. All right. So I'm Matt gonna... Reeves Batman with Robert Pattinson starting. So this is their first, you know, take at this. Um, and you know this is the this is our second iteration of the Riddler on screen. You know, aside from Jim Carrey's. Um, <laughs> hey man, say what you want. You know, it was okay. But um, so you know, the trailer aside, I think like one of the things that I read over somebody that I I don't know if they've seen this or whatever, but they described it as this is like a crime noir with like Batman being like a detective and Riddler as like the jigsaw character. Just like, what is just, you're, you're probably the biggest Batman fan I know. So dude, that's exactly. Um, so one thing I really liked about Ben Affleck's Batman was he kind of reminded me of the Arkham games. Here we and if you, here we go again, 
if you played the Arkham games, though, you'll notice Riddlers in that character kind of had that Jigsaw vibe where he was like kidnapping people, leaving clues as to their whereabouts. And if you see this trailer, there's a part where like this guy's doing that. And at the same time, he's fucking unhinged a little bit more than the regular hit Riddler character we've seen because there's a part in the trailer where it says serial killer live streams murder. So we're probably going to see that on there. Like this, this looks like this looks crazy. And you can see, like, he's leaving clues. One of the clues is this is kind of going to play into a lot of um, Batman and who he was, probably even Court of Owls shit, which was Bruce uh, Wayne. Is this, dad. like, year one or no? I, it reminds me of, like, year one other stuff because one of the context clues he has scribbled out is his dad. It's something about his family and his dad. This is, like, a mixture of, I think, year one and Long Halloween. And Long Halloween was a different... Um, different batman story but this this batman it seems like isn't he isn't at the justice level of his career it's more of vengeance and he's just fucking people up right and left mm. like in this whole trailer and and he's bulletproof it looks like yeah like straight up it's just like bullets just bouncing off Oh, yeah. And which, you know, I, I remember I mentioned that to you you just when we were talking about it and you're like yeah so it was batfleck he was, like, was Batfleck was like bulletproof, stab proof. <laughs> yeah. And then but Superman proof. Christian Bale wasn't. Remember, like his thing was like improving his suits and like, hey, I could still get shot. I, like, you know, remember Lucius Fox was like, you know, you'll be a little bit more you'll have a little bit more like, you know, flexibility and stuff, but like you'll be a little bit more at risk for getting stabbed and stuff. But like, you know, it's And that like was something I didn't like though. Like in the third mm-hmm. one, like they grounded that shit in too much reality, but then they got like which one is it? Is it grounded reality or not? Because at one point in the opening act, you say this guy's meat cartilage is all gone from jumping around on buildings. And then at other points, like, he has a broken back and he just fixes it with some ropes and a pulley. Like, which one was it, Nolan? Fair. Which, you know, but, um, yeah. And then that going back to Avengers, like, you know, Selena Kyle's character in here, Ooh, who's yeah. being played by a... Joe uh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Sorry, I said Joe. Zoe Kravitz. Um... She looks fucking scared when he's just like, he's going to town to somebody's face. He's just like mm-hmm. punching the shit. So I don't think he's going to kill people like like Batfleck, but I think he's going to get them pretty close. What was that Batman uh, skit? I think it was like Robert, uh, not Robert, uh, uh, Patton Oswald is like the penguin in there. And it's like, oh, I don't, like his Batman's like, I don't kill people, but I just like severely disable them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's going to be this one. But yeah, so he's, it looks he's intense. Like, he's like, you'll be alive. You'll be on a feeding tube, most likely. So like that that scene at the end when he fucking comes out of the fire to get out. Um, to get, uh, what did Penguin you think about Penguin? Penguin, dude? Colin Farrell, man, he looks nothing like Colin Farrell, and that's amazing. And then when he thinks he gets him, and he fucking comes out, hits his car, he's walking towards him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm ready. I I had doubts. I had doubts, but god damn it, it looks like. It as far like as the trailer goes, this is this yeah, this was trailer number two, and yeah, dude, we were I think we were hooked. Uh, we were already in after trailer one, but this is also one of our younger Alfreds that we're getting. Harry Andy Circus plays Alfred in here. You know, he just directed Venom, and you know, we got a we got a we got a young Alfred now. Mm-hmm. Harry's so, like, I have no idea who these people are. What the fuck, are you guys talking about? <laughs> I, really I saw the trailer. No, I, I saw the trailer. It looked cool. I watched the movie. <laughs> Fuck you guys. 
Jess, I think you've nailed it. You've literally yeah. nailed it. And then there was a couple other teasers that came out. And, okay, so jumping back to the Batman for one second. And, you know, Jess, I know you don't you don't mean any harm by it. You know, Batfleck Bat was the most recent Batman we came out. So the comparison is normal. It's natural. But these goddamn motherfuckers on social media, bro. They give us a trailer for this and it's like, restore the Snyderverse. Can we all get off of Zack Snyder's balls, please? Like, I get it. I, I just want to say I was never on Zack Snyder's ball. The theatrical <laughs> Justice League sucked. I like clarify that. The theatrical Justice League sucked. But yeah, that was Joss Whedon and not really Zack Snyder's work. But then we got the we got the Snyder cut. When they when they gave them this, it wasn't gonna be like, all right, cool, you know, we gave you guys what you want. These fuckers weren't gonna stop there. Oh, they gave and us y- hours of it. Yeah, and the, and the Snyder Cut Justice League is good. It's much better than the original, but it's hard to compare because the original is horseshit. But, the, you know, the, the, it was good. After seeing that, Jess, did you want to see the rest of the Snyderverse? Did you want to see another fucking... Like, it looks cool, but, like, the fact that, like, we have this new Batman and we're going in, like, a new direction, I don't need everything in DC to connect... Like how Marvel does, we have Marvel for that. If if you're gonna give me three solid Batman movies, I don't need Robert Pattinson's Batman interacting with and becoming, you know, with Superman and all of that stuff. Like, I just want good storytelling from you guys. And you know, Wonder Woman, the first one was great storytelling, and I think they it really was a disservice to Wonder Woman that they kind of had to put her in this box of the Snyderverse where like, we already know that, Hey, she came back in Batman V Superman. And she said that I've been away from the world of man. So that's why I think, I think that really put like, kind of like, you know, Wonder Woman 1984 sucked. And I think that really limited it. Like, I think if you, if you just tell good stories, like I just want good stories for these characters. And that was kind of the good thing about Aquaman. Just, like and then but like you know like when they're like they're introducing us this new thing and everybody just coming out we want the Snyderverse we want the Snyderverse and then we got more of that when they showed the Flash teaser which just it looks like it is a Flashpoint you know like which Flashpoint in the comics is just fucking bonkers which is dope and it looks like that's what we did you see the Flash teaser yes I did and people are shitting on Ezra Miller's costume, and they're like, Zack Snyder's costume was much better. It's like, can we fucking move on, man? And Keaton's going to be in Flashpoint. Yeah, I think the internet just has, like, the vocal majority of people who really gives a fuck about Vocal just minority. Watch. I mean minority, sorry. And I think normal people just, you know. If there's a movie, we'll watch it and we'll move on. And that's Nobody why I'm cares. happy that we have Harry, you know, because me and you are really invested in this bullshit. And Harry's kind of the general audience when it comes to, you know, comic books and stuff. So he's like, God damn, this is just a two minute trailer. Like, what are you guys getting all fucking hot and bothered about? But yeah, I mean, the trailer was pretty nice. Like Jess said, I'll watch the movie and move on. <laughs> and, okay, so, so the Flash teaser, Jess. Uh, we're getting a Flashpoint. Keaton's going to be in there. And we see it looks like they have like three different versions of Flash. Obviously, with Flashpoint, he goes back in time, stops the murder of his mom, which completely disrupts the whole timeline. And 
it might have bigger it's gonna have bigger implications you know in flashpoint we actually have uh thomas wayne as batman because in the alley it's bruce that gets murdered harry did you know this stuff I did not. So in Flashpoint, the story is the Flash, you know, he could go really fast and go travel through time. So what he does is he goes back in time. His mom is murdered by the reverse Flash, right, Jess? Correct. So he prevents that murder, you know, because he's trying to save his mom. Who wouldn't want to save their mom? But the repercussions of that is that, like, uh, this is, I, I didn't read the comic for it, but I saw the animated movie. But the repercussion is Bruce Wayne is the one that gets shot in the alley. His dad becomes Batman. His mom becomes the Joker. Superman doesn't land in Kansas or wherever. He lands in Russia. He lands in no. Does he land in Russia or he lands in Metropolis and he's like an alien? Like they like like the government takes care like takes him into custody and he's just like this weak, frail. Because they've just been running. Oh yeah, yeah, that was him. Yeah. Sorry, the Russian Superman was a different story. Like red Don, Red Red Sun, or Red Don, or something. Sun, yeah. So, um, anyways, I think that's this is a lot to cover if we get into all that. I think yeah. what this is, this is not doing any of that shit. So, what this is doing is kind of like he does some shit, and instead, um, there's repercussions, and he somehow ends up in the Michael Keaton storyverse, and Michael Keaton's Batman in there, and you know, at the end when he's lifting the that's the old Keaton Batmobile. So I think they're going to play, they're not going to do the whole, um, I feel like they're not going to do the whole original uh, Flashpoint storyline because they haven't introduced enough people to do it. So they're kind of cool doing, they're taking a page out of Marvel's books where they're like, okay, we're going to take this storyline like Civil War, for instance, and then we're going to just do our own thing with it. We're going to at least sprinkle in like, the original factors of it, which was, you know, the murders of the mom, stuff like that. But just based off the teaser, it looks cool. Um, it looks okay. Yeah, it looks cool. So, so are we still talking about the Batman trailer? No, no, no we're, talking about, we're talking about Flash. Okay. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but, okay, <laughs> going off of from the Flash teaser, we got another t- uh, teaser. We'll talk about it real quick. The Black Adam teaser. Harry, did you see this? Yeah, I saw Black Adam. I didn't even what see you- the Flash one. What, okay, what did you what did you think? Of, Harry was just confused for the past like. I was, I was, I was. But what did you think about the Black Adam teaser? You know what? It was nice. <laughs> I'll watch the movie when it comes out, and we'll go from there. I don't. I mean, I'm excited to see Rock play a villain. Like, I mean, I've seen He's all an kinds anti-hero. of other. I, I mean, I've seen I mean, all he, I've seen all of his other work. You know, I don't know, antihero. Yeah, I guess he like literally turned somebody into like a pile of bones. <laughs> I think, yeah, his powers I, are just fucking vicious. I think yeah, he's like the power, the the hierarchy of the DC EU is about to shift. I think I'm a little rock fatigued. No, it's cool to see him not make a movie about a jungle. Like yeah. that's always you like yeah. You know. Like, why is he contractually obligated to be in every movie? Like, as soon as somebody in Hollywood picks up the phone and goes, we're going to make a movie and it's going to take place in the jungle, and they're like, get The Rock. Get The Rock on the fucking phone. I'm surprised The Rock hasn't been cast as Indiana Jones yet, man. You you said it. It's going to happen. (laughs) You guys listen to The Rock's rap with uh, Tech Nine? Tech Nine? Yeah. God damn it. This multifaceted fuck. This guy is like everywhere. He has an out vodka company or tequila. And he, and he talks about the vodka at the end of it. It's like after he drops his bars, 
like somebody throws him a vodka bottle and he's like, thank you, brother Terramana. Technon. Yeah, thank you, brother Technon. Thank you, Terramana. And he like fucking takes a swig. What did you think? What did you think about his like trap album here? or trap? Thing? His trap. It was just by his tribe, no? It was cool. Like, I didn't see The Rock fucking releasing. I think he said it, he wanted... Well, I forgot what you said, but it was cool. You know? It's like secretly becoming a supervillain in front of everybody and catching <laughs> it. <laughs> He's like building a monopoly on everything. But, um... One more trailer, Harry. Did you see this trailer? Buzz. Bud Light? Lightyear. Oh, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear. Buzz Not Lightyear. Bud Light. <laughs> no, I don't know. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Light. You didn't see the Buzz yes, Lightyear trailer? I, I saw Buzz Lightyear. What did you think? It was nice. <laughs> no, <laughs> come on, Harry. You gotta give. You gotta Harry, give me some you gotta give us some here. more. We have hundreds yeah. of thousands of people listening to this show. We have a million listeners, bro. I need you to. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I think it's interesting to see. Um, see Buzz Light without just to see what he can do you know I mean we've seen him in Toy Story um he was like the hot shot in the Toy Story movies but you know you you wanted to see what he actually does so I think it'll be cool to see like his his life style I guess that's what it's gonna be on what he really does so just they didn't really explain or there isn't much explanation you know like I when when I saw this trailer Chris Evans tweeted it i I'm going to talk a lot about this trailer. I thought it's a beautiful trailer. I haven't been this excited for a Pixar Disney animated movie in quite some time. And I think this is childhood stuff, man. Yeah. Like this is, this is kind of a game changer for Pixar and you know, the toy story verse. Cause I don't want to see a toy story five. I thought toy story three was a good ending. Then we got toy story four, which I think is let's leave it at that now. Um, but I think this, if you want to continue making it with those characters, because those characters are nice, I think this is a fucking way to do it. Man. Oh, yeah, it's a spinoff for Buzz Light, yeah. Yeah, so just, like, Twitter was a little confused when they, they saw this. I think uh, people were talking about, like, what is happening here? Where is this based? Is this the true, is this the, is this the, and then some people are like, no, this is the person who, you know the toy Buzz Lightyear is based off of. What, what are your theories about this, bro? I, you already know my theory about this. I thought I was one of those confused people. I thought this was like, this is the guy that they based the Toy Story. Like I thought, oh, this is the Buzz Lightyear's real story, and that's why they made a Buzz Lightyear toy. I was like, whoa! So there's like aliens in that universe now, and. Like it was a two-minute trailer, I think, way too deep into shit. Yeah, guess... so you're like, whoa, there's aliens or space travel in the Toy Story universe. It's How is just... that possible? Did you ever question that there's talking fucking toys in that universe? <laughs> <laughs> hey, That's some hey. of the stuff that I saw. People were like, so they have space travel in that universe? It's like the toys are alive. Hey, bro, I was okay with the toys being alive, okay? But but the aliens and the same space travel, now you've taken it too far. <laughs> no, but so I think what they're doing is that this Buzz Lightyear is the movie that's in the Toy Story universe that the toy is based off of. So this uh, is like a movie that Andy watches and they watch and, you know, and I think that's awesome. Like, this looks really cool. It's he's voiced by Chris Evans. The trailer itself is beautiful. There's trailers like this that come out 
every now and then. I've been watching this trailer just because the perfect mix of what they show us in the trailer with the song, David Bowie, um, Starman, I think like, I could be wrong. I've been listening to that song for the past couple of days now, but it's just such a good blend and it looks so interesting. And it's also kind of, it just opens the door a little because I don't think, that, you know, Disney and Pixar like money. If if this is a good, you know, if this is a hit, Jess, do you think we get a Woody Western Ooh. style? Hey, I'm I, think, I think that'll be cool. Style. Yeah, nice. we'll get we'll get like like a a dramatic one where like they go into Sid's background and kind of like he he's from like an abusive home and that's why Sid's such an asshole and just torturing. No, too much. I don't think, Pixar, think that might be Pixar wouldn't touch Pixar. that one. What <laughs> what was the last Pixar movie you guys were kind of hyped about? The last couple Pixar movies, Soul was one of them. I, I'm just I'm just you know curious if like the last time you saw like a trailer for a Pixar movie. Or where you were like, oh man, I can't wait till this comes out. The last couple that came out were Soul and Luca. Like Soul was okay, it was cool. The concept was interesting. It got a little weird for a kids movie, but then Luca, I didn't really like. I, it was like a little too kiddish. I have no what idea what Luca is. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen none of them. He's a Sylvanian basketball player. Plays for the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, interesting. Soul, I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Soul was a really good movie. It made a little too much sense. Goddamn, does does Pixar know something? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, June 2023, I think that's or 2022 or 2023, I think that's when this movie drops. And it looks fucking interesting, it looks it looks dope. And I think it really does open the door, uh, you know, for a whole fucking franchise, um, of this. The last little couple stories we could talk about, uh, the John Wick kind of movie verse. Uh, we're getting it. It sounds like they, you know, they announced that we're getting two spinoffs. I knew about one of the spinoffs from like earlier in the week, but now like the news about this just dropped over the past day or so. So one of the spinoffs is going to be a prequel. I think it's going to be based on the Continental, you know, Harry, the the, the hotel that he goes to and everything like that. And yeah. that's going to be starring Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. And you know, the internet kind of lost their shit because they're like. You're giving Mel Gibson a fucking prequel? What about Halle Berry and those badass German Shepherds? I, I feel like they should just, like, goddamn, there's one. There's, you can uh-huh. jump the shark. You can jump the shark. But at this point with John Wick, you've jumped the shark, taken the shark out of the water, dragged it by its fin, shot it in the head, mm-hmm. and now you're riding this dead shark. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. They need to they need to stop making John Wick movies. My take on John Wick is it's gotten progressively worse after the first film. Oh, definitely, most definitely. Oh yeah, the first the first film looks. Which I would love to go to Punjab and make like, hey Jimmy Shadega, let's make a fucking Punjabi John Wick. Let's like you know revitalize this, make it make it kind of dope. I think that'd be dope. But as you know, like it's gotten kind of the more that they showed us about this world and the more that they expanded. I think it was in John Wick three when they have like a underground fucking network of homeless people that communicate with pigeons and stuff. And I was like, all right, this is getting too much. And on that, speaking of getting too much, we're seventy minutes in, guys. Any other? The uh, last other one, so there was the Mel Gibson one, and then now um, Anna de Ams, you know, Ben Affleck's ex, the, the lead that was in Knives Out, 
she's getting a John Wick possibly spinoff where she's going to be the lead, yeah, <laughs> and it's cool. going to be the ballerina. Uh, and you know, I'm going to actually Why? do a flip side. I'm going to do a flip side of what Harry does. I'm actually not going to watch this, <laughs> <laughs> and it is what it is. It and doesn't when sound it comes good. Out, when it comes out, we won't watch it, and we'll move on. <laughs> We won't talk about it. This will act like this never came out. <laughs> awesome, boys. Any closing thoughts, man? It was just, it's so nice to fucking make an episode again, boys. I, you know, I, I know, hopefully. Thoughts. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I said, hopefully, you know, like for our listeners, this is a little bit of an escape. They listen to our banter, you know, if they're at work or they're doing something, it kind of distracts them, gives them a couple laughs. And, you know, it's a good little escape for us, too, man. I really enjoy making the show, show with the both of you. And we appreciate all billion of you guys. Because, mm-hmm. you know, having a billion. <laughs> Thanks to the millions. Hundred billion, trillion. 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 It's, it's the rock thing. thing. It's like, you know, you say the millions. <laughs> and then you have million, say. trillion of you on this. <laughs> Hello, Chori so, Beats. <laughs> Hello, Chori Beats. Entertainment, bro. So... Speaking of that, we'll probably be doing a Punjabi episode next. You know, I kind of mentioned in our open, we are multifaceted. We do sports, TV shows. We're going to do a sports pod soon. Probably cover a little bit of basketball and cover how much the Niners suck for the football edition. Gosh, that hurt. But I'm going to make those jokes before somebody else does. Um <laughs> Fucking yeah, Harry's just calling people and talking <laughs> shit. He yeah. called me today and goes... <laughs> Kyler Murray didn't do too good, huh? I was like, motherfucker, I know. He's like, no, I'm reporting it to you. I'm like, Harry, I'm not playing you in either of the leagues. You're just calling me to, like, talk shit about my team now? That's like, fantasy, my fantasy football. Team? Yeah. That's fantasy football. So we'll, we'll do that. And then, uh, like I said, we got a lot of the listens, believe it or not, you know, um, on the Garnajola Back, the F Up album review. So we'll probably be doing another Punjabi album review. But... You know, we'll separate these things. We'll do our movie and entertainment one separate. Sports a little separate. Might be a little shorter. And our Punjabi album reviews, Nasta Club, Nasta Club, separate. Nasta and, you know, Club. I like we'll, that. We'll, we'll put it down and you pick up what you guys like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thank, thanks for listening, guys, to the yeah. millions. And we're millions on Apple and- Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store. Wherever podcasts are found. We're a five-star and... podcast. You know, uh, there's a lot of other podcasters that can't say that they have a five-star podcast. Joe Rogan can't say that. Bill Simmons can't say that. Bill Burr can't say that. But we can say that. Five-star podcast, motherfuckers. Please rate and review. Please continue to rate it five stars. Don't listen. Don't Just because I bragged, don't fucking be a dick and give us a one-star now. Because <laughs> I'm going to be devastated. But um, I'm gonna go do it. <laughs> Rate and review. Uh, you know we appreciate like, all share. the listens. Yeah, share the Follow show if you Twitter. like it. And Buy our apparel. We, we haven't gotten a merch yet, but that's coming because you know somebody's got to pay for this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be oh, a bunch man. of merch available here in a little bit. Until next time, this is Jess Guggen and Harry signing off. Bye-bye. Ta-da.